blah, 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 blah. Hello. Uh oh. Hello. You're here. <laughs> yeah, I've been here a while now. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're gonna do the Kapow Radio, radio show. show. That's right. And today we're gonna talk about. We are gonna talk about listening to Christ. What? Listening <laughs> to Christ. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Can you hear me? Is this thing on? Today's date is October twenty second. 2018. Yes. Now, here's the deal. Now, you know, uh, we got, obviously, a very varied audience. And it's it's weird. Those of you who do podcasting or you do a YouTube channel or you do something, uh, even if you have a ministry on your Facebook page, you, you're doing something where a lot of times you're connecting with people you don't know. And you don't know where they're at spiritually. You don't know where they're at mentally, physically, anything. You you really don't know. And you can make a lot of assumptions. And you can look at the statistics and go, well, you know, 80, 85% of our, you know, audiences in the U.S. and so many over here and blah, blah, blah. But that doesn't really tell you a whole lot about the individuals Mm -mm. and where they're at. I do know, you know, a show, shows like this, like the Kapow Radio Show, where we, we break down, you know, the biblical truths and we we share what God has given us, you know, through the scriptures and through, you know, insight and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that there's not, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that there's not like unbelievers listening to this show. You know, people who don't believe in God or believe in Christ or, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or Satanist or something. I just don't think they're listening to this. Yeah, um, you know, to get anything out of it. And I and I and I I do know that the people that are highly religious, um, you know, go to like a mainstream church. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe if they go to Joel Olstein's church or something like that, you know, mainstream uh Christianity, you know, Hillsong kind of a thing, those people aren't listening to a podcast like this either. You know, they've got their own ministers, their own people they go to. Even if they're a little curious about supernatural things uh, or things that are, you know, different in, in topics, you know, you know, the flat earth or hollow earth or giants, nephilim, right? Mm-hmm. Demon, demonology, Satanism, even if they're interested in learning more about that stuff uh they, they would more than likely go to their sources or more of the mainstream type of sources you know than, than a place like this and so you you really wonder like who's you know who's your audience and but i do know because we we get feedback um you know we'll get emails or we'll get some feedback you know from people telling us you know what they've learned or, you know, how they were helped and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so we do, though, we do know there is a remnant out there. There's a, a remnant of Christianity. And most, most of the people I believe are like disenfranchised. Um, they no longer go to a mainstream church Mm-mm. or a denomination uh, because they don't feel comfortable there anymore because God has, has taught them other things and have, has brought them out really. Mm-hmm. 
you know, just like he brought us out. And it's a process. It's a process, you know. That's why I always say, you know, if, if there's a good church out there and you you belong to it, praise God, you know, yeah. you better hang on to it. Support your pastor. But we've been to a lot of them. And not just in California and not just here in Nevada. We actually traveled all around in two, between what, 2009 and two, in 2015. Mm-hmm. In, a, uh, in a big Class A motorhome, we did a lot of traveling. Um, plus, as I was younger, I've been to just hundreds of churches when I played gospel music all around the nation. And um, anyway, it's um, they're not what they used to be what we can see. And, you know, if, even if you go on YouTube or try to find some podcast, you know, as soon as we find somebody's like, Oh, I like this person, you know, they're really teaching, you know, as you listen long enough, then you go, ah, there yeah, it is. Yeah. You, you see something that's, uh-uh. yeah, there's the agenda or there's the thing that's weird. And I know we're all human. So we all have our opinions and things like that. And I'm, you know, I know that I say some bar- bizarre stuff that, you know, people go, oh, you know, disagree with. But I'll never tell you anything that'll lead you away from Christ, Mm-mm. you know, because the only reason we're here is because of Christ. Yeah. And if we do, that's the time to stop listening. To <laughs> yeah. You, you better send me a, a nasty email and correct me <clears throat> or do your due diligence. And then, uh, you know, so, you know, I say all of that, you know, to, to say this, I really don't know the audience. It is every week you, know, you come on and uh, you talk. And you talk to people you really don't know, you know, basically strangers. And you're, you know, you're, you're telling them, hey, listen to me, you know, listen to me. You know, God gave me this, you know, scripture. God gave me this insight. God wants to tell you this, you know, time is close. Time is up. And not only through the podcast, I mean, through our books, you know, numerous books we've written. Demons in a Marriage Bed, flagship, right? Mm-hmm. And your music. And the music, yeah, the music, same stuff. <coughs> Excuse me, I got a little tickle going on because I got high humidity today. So I got this little tickle. And, um, you know, so we have all the, these resources out and we're going like, you know, is, is anybody listening? Are they, are they really listening? But the bottom line is, the one we, we really have to listen to is Christ, all of us. Yeah. You know, because we are his sheep mm-hmm. and he's our shepherd. And his sheep know his voice mm-hmm. when he calls. But there's many of you out there. I mean, many, many of you. And some of you have your own your own ministries, your own podcasts, like I said, your own YouTube channels. Your own, you have your own thing going on. Um, personal ministry you know, ministries and everything. And I'm and I'm sure you've run across the same thing we have. Where you just feel people aren't listening to you. Mm-hmm. You know, your your family members. You know, you're telling them over and over again about, you know, their lifestyle or, um, you know, they'll ask you to pray for them when things are going bad, you know, mm-hmm. pray because blank, blank, blank. But outside of that, you're not interested in prayer, you know, or live it or living under covenant. Mm-mm. And, uh, you know, you could tell them to your blue in the face, you know, it's like, well, the reason why you're having these problems is because you've allowed the demonic in your life by doing blank, 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 right? Mm-hmm. But they're not listening. 
Yeah, you they know, want to hear that. They don't want to hear it. And it's like it, to us, and I'm sure to many of you, you know, the answer is so simple. You know, it's Christ. It's Christ Jesus. I mean, it's right there in front of you. It's like, that's the only thing that's real. Mm-hmm. Everything else is fake. Oh, amen. You know, now, Miss Kapow, I, I, you know, a few, I would say, what, three months ago, maybe? Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you, she awoke with the words. It's all fake. Yeah, nothing is real. Nothing is real. Nothing is real. And we talk about this a lot. And you may talk about a lot like, ah, it's, you know, the United States government is phony. There's a shadow government. NASA is phony, everything, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to really understand something. Everything is fake. There is nothing real. Mm-hmm. It, it dawned on me the other day that we live in Satan's kingdom, his domain. And he is the father of lies. His nature is a lying nature. So he cannot tell the truth at all. He doesn't know how to speak truth. He can only speak lies because that is his nature. And because that is his nature and because he is the ruler of this place, everything he produces is a lie. The matrix. And that insight is so important and it's it's like one of those insights that have to really hit you between the eyes and you go wow it's all a lie if you're in the world and we are in the world right we're here we live here mm-hmm. everything around us is is a lie everything the only thing that's truth is god that's right that's is god mm-hmm. that includes God made flesh, our Lord Jesus Christ, right? Everything that's of God is the only thing that you can hold on to is truth. I'm serious. I'm serious. Uh, Ms. Kapow and I watched a great movie last night on a recommendation of, of one of our neighbors. And uh, Capricorn One. Yes. Capricorn One, done in the 70s. And it's about... Uh, a moon mission with these astronauts go on a moon mission to Mars to Mar- I'm sorry to Mars it's actually you know, you know it's based on the moon moon landings but these astronauts go to Mars and um allegedly and what it is it's a hoax where the the government is pulling the wool over everybody's eyes to to say that the United States was the first one to get to Mars and it had something to do with funding and money and everything like that. But what they did is they faked it and they filmed it. And and I'm not going to do a spoiler alert, but the rest of the movie's about that. Um, like many of you don't believe we went to the moon. I don't believe we went to the moon. I'm 100% convinced we, we never went to the moon. My dad, um, who died in 2001, never believed we went to the moon. Mm-mm. My father never did. We used to laugh at him when we were young. He said a lot of things we laughed at him. Over. He also said the Beatles <coughs> ruined America. And uh, shows like Laverne and Shirley, he said they're they're destroying the family union of America. Mm-hmm. And we'd laugh at him. Yeah. So I don't know why he, but he got this stuff. And uh, so now, you know, years later, it's like, hey, guess what? He was right. 
Mm-hmm. Beatles were horrible. Absolutely horrible. Absolutely satanic tools. They still are. The music is st- still satanic. <coughs> Changed the whole culture. Yes. But he right. never believed went to the moon. And uh, I don't either. You know, um, plenty plenty of evidence out there. Uh, documentaries. Um, the other documentary we watched was uh, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon. Mm-hmm. Look that one up. It's pretty good. But anyway, as we were watching this movie last night, you know, it's we, we had this discussion afterwards. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Man, I'm having a hard time. I got this tickle. <laughs> High humidity. Mm-hmm. Um, we had this discussion how just everything is so fake it's so phony everything they've taught us you know and i know there's many people flat earth you know they believe in the flat earth and i i i'm to the point where you know i just don't know you know i you know i don't know but we've been lied to about everything else mm-hmm. <laughs> we have been lied to about that you know what you know it's not like wow what a shock you know um yeah i mean big 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 lies yeah and so everything in satan's kingdom is a lie everything he promises from day one and when he told you know the first humans hey you know you're not gonna die you know you eat this your eyes are gonna be open you'll become like gods blah 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 from day one as like miss kapow said which that revelation that came to her is that everything he's the father of lies he's in other words lying emanates from him mm-hmm. it doesn't emanate from anywhere else where does he it can't do anything else but lie yeah he is he is the lie in fact on on the cd times in uh which all of you have either listened to on spotify or bought on amazon or listened to on itunes i know you have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um times in mesquite cafe this one of the songs I wrote was called He's a Lie. In fact, there's a video on YouTube under Mesquite Cafe. He's a lie. And that's what it's about. It's all about Satan being a lie. Mm-hmm. It's all about evolution. It's all about aliens from outer space. The whole be- it's all a lie. He's just lying. And so y- you wonder why aren't people listening to us? <clears throat> why won't they listen to the truth? The plain, simple truth. And I always have to remind myself where I was at. Mm-hmm. And I always say that, you know, I had my my Damascus experience because my my conversion to to Christ, uh, you know, 10 years ago, yeah. a little, well, what, 12 years ago now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2006. 12. Yeah. Yeah, 2006. Um, like I said, I got, I got, I really got saved when I was 15 years old. I really did. I had a real genuine experience. But within three years, Satan came and brought a little donut dolly my way, and I went sideways, and that was sideways for the next 30 years, you know. But but this refinding of the Lord, or the Lord finally reclaiming me back, right? Yeah. Huge battle, by the way. Mm-hmm. It, it was literally a battle for my soul. Oh. Literally, literally. It was like, no, you belong to me. And Satan was like, no, he belongs to me. No, he belongs to me. No, you be-. it was. Hellacious. It was a hellacious battle. And was I caught in the middle? No, I was making choices the whole time. And I was making choices on the side of Satan. Because that's the nature I had. The nature I had. 
And my Damascus experience, and you could read about it in our book, mm-hmm. Demons in a Marriage Bed. If you haven't read our book, please do. If you can't afford the, the book, email me at paul at Kapow Radio Show, and I'll give it to you on PDF. Just mm-hmm. read it. I just want you to listen. <laughs> That's all. I just want you to read it. It'll help you mm-hmm. because it's our testimony, what we, what we went through. And it is hellacious. And my, my Damascus experience was just getting punched in the face. I mean, I had a, I had a, it was a defining moment. And I remember exactly when it was September 14th, 2006. Mm-hmm. I literally had a way, I, I literally woke up from bed and I looked at Ms. Kapow and the first thing I says, I, I got to submit. It's witchcraft. I got to submit. And I, and I, and that morning I prayed to God and I literally had a tap out. You know, I used to take martial arts and I used to do the Brazilian jiu-jitsu and stuff. And so I, I know about tapping out when somebody is about to break your arm. <laughs> I'd roll around with these guys that were a lot better than me. <laughs> you better tap out. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't afraid to tap out. But with God, it was like, no, I'm in control. I'm in control. It's my life. But there was a point where I had to start listening. I had to start listening because I kept screwing up. And the more I screwed up, the more I had to re- I had to learn those lessons. It was very, very difficult. And I would never want to go through it again. Mm-mm. But I am so glad I did. Because it really laid down a foundation for our lives. And I'm just talking about me. Miss Kapow had her own horrendous trauma. Mm-hmm. Horrendous. Horrendous. You know, mine was out and out rebellion. Hers was like hidden secret stuff. <laughs> she didn't even know. Mm-hmm. You know, she had, o- what'd you have? OCD. OCD. Didn't even know it till God showed her. Yeah. <clears throat> she walking around counting tiles or I don't know what you were doing. Yeah, I know. I was, uh, I was walking on our tile floor and I can't even explain it now, but the, the Lord said, you know, what you're doing is not normal. I thought, what? He goes, yeah, you count things. And everything has to be even, Stephen, with you, and it's not right. And that's something that came to you when you were a little girl. When I was a little girl, my sister and I were having talks about when we would grow up. And when, you know, when we grew up, we wanted to have kids, blah, blah, blah. And I mentioned to uh, my sister, I said, yeah, I want three kids. And then my mom told me, oh, Linda, you can't have three kids. That's an odd number. One would always be left out. You always have to have an even number of kids. Well, now looking back, I'm thinking, how crazy was that? I can't determine that, you know, how many kids I'm going to have. But I remember that it was, um, it was such a, uh, I wanted to please my mother. I wanted to do the right thing. So I remember racking my brain about having kids. Okay, I have three kids. Okay, I have to have four. And then I thought, well, okay, two and two. Okay, that's four. As long as I have two boys and two girls. Now, what happens if I have three girls and, um, one boy, then I would have to have, you know, so I was trying to make it even. And finally, after a lot of thinking, I figured that, um, I could have at least six kids (laughs) and that would even out with six, with three boys. I mean, um, 12 kids, uh, having six boys and six girls. And so that I worked it out in my mind mathematically and blah, 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 blah. And 
I'm telling you, I was only six, seven years old when this happened to me. But that was the beginning or the seed that was planted where then I started counting everything. I couldn't have colored M&Ms unless it was an even number of reds. So I only I only stuck to two colors. I couldn't have anything else but two colors. And they all had to have even amounts or I couldn't eat them. If I went clothes shopping and I my right side brushed against some clothing, I had to make sure that I brushed against my left side on some clothing. It had everything had to be even. Tiles, if I worked on uh, walked on tiles, it had to be and I didn't know that that was abnormal <laughs> until mm-hmm. the Lord showed me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's something that the Lord had to reveal to me because I just thought it was just acute quirkiness of mine. It's and it was so subtle and so secret, I never noticed. <laughs> I mean, we'd already been married 16 years by the time the Lord delivered her from that. Mm-hmm. You know, I I mean, I never even noticed that because it was just a very subtle thing. And the point of that story is, like all our stories, is that you have to listen. God will talk to you. Yeah. And he will reveal things to you through dreams, mm-hmm. through visions, through through other people, through a podcast like this, through a YouTube video, by his word, mm-hmm. the word of God, scriptures, or some supernatural way. And when I mean supernatural way, I'll, I'll tell you some other stories. Um, several times, I mean several times, this has happened in different amounts. But I'll give you this one story. I was home alone, and I was uh, in the office working, blah, blah, blah. And I heard in the living room, we had tile floor and real boomy living room. It was a big house. Mm-hmm. boom it's like someone took a stack of books and just dropped them on the floor from four or five feet blam <laughs> i'm home alone run out in the living room what the heck was that look down i see books that had been lean they were leaning up against the fireplace for months months and before before Christ came and got me mm-hmm. <laughs> again, I was really, really into what I considered shamanism or the new age. Mm-hmm. What, what it was, it's witchcraft, the occult, right? Mm-hmm. And every time we'd travel, I'd go to, we'd go to old bookstores and I would collect occult books. I loved reading them. And uh, things on signs and on symbols and spirit animals, you know, because we lived out in the, the, the ranch, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's spirit animals and in, in, in energy from, from animals that you'd get. Hawk brother, <laughs> snake brother, right? Mm-hmm. They helped me fight better. <laughs> the whole bit. Well, when I looked out at these books at the fireplace that had been there for months, guess what they were? They were those occult books that I had bought months, months ago, maybe a year ago, never read them, put them by the fireplace that someday woulda, coulda, shoulda, when it's raining, I'm going to sit here and read these and never did. But something, which I believe was angelic, Mm -hmm. 
got my attention. And when I saw those things, the Holy Spirit quickened my heart and said, get rid of that. Into the fire they go. And I can tell you many, many stories. Same thing happened with CDs. Yeah. Same thing happened with CDs. I heard a noise, went in there, and what is going on? And when, when you hear stuff, I start looking around. Mm-hmm. And we hear, hear CDs, and man, what around the top was Earth, Wind, and Fire. Love that band. Still do. What a great band. Look at the cover. Holy moly, I had no idea they were so occult. Can't listen to it. Can't have it in the home. Mm-mm. You have to make a decision. You have to listen. When God talks to you, when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, you have to make a decision. If he's telling you about sin in your life or telling you about open portals in your home, you better listen. Yeah. You better listen. And so we get frustrated when people don't listen to us, but we have to listen to Christ because at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. Amen. That's all that really matters. So we all get very frustrated. And we wonder why, why can't they see? Why won't they listen? And you know, it, it is frustrating because like, man, it's right there in front of you. But uh, we're gonna go over some scriptures and we're gonna see what the scriptures say about this. Because I know many of you are listening to this show today and you're frustrated. You know, because your kids aren't listening to you or your parents aren't listening to you or your friends or your worker, co-workers, you know, your spouse maybe. They're not listening to what you're trying to say, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so let's see what the, what the word of the Lord says about this, you know? So, Ms. Kapow, which one do you want to start with? Old Testament? Um, New Testament? New Testament's always better. Jesus? Well, not always better, but okay. yeah. Pick one. Okay, well, let's go. John 12, 37 says, but though he had done so many miracles before them, yet they believed not on him, that the saying of Isaiah, the prophet might be fulfilled, which he spake, Lord, who hath believed our report, and to whom hath the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore, they could not believe, because that Isaiah said again, he hath blinded their eyes and hardened their heart that they should not see with their eyes nor understand with their heart to be converted and I should heal them. These things saith Isaiah when he saw his glory and spake of him. That was always a hard scripture for me because it says God hardened her heart, you know, so they wouldn't hear, mm-hmm. you know, they, or, you know, they, they, they wouldn't see at least they, unless they open their eyes and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so sometimes when people don't hear you, sometimes it's it's out of their own rebellion and God is just hardened, is just close their ears, close their eyes. They're not gonna see it. Mm-hmm. You know? Because they're living in this rebellion. That's why it's so important when you hear the Holy Spirit speaking to you or God speaking to you through any manner, a dream a prophet, a supernatural way, something you see in the sky, something you, you view or hear, it's really important that you you listen. You know, but you gotta know it's God because Satan also whispers in your ear, right? Mm-hmm. So you gotta know the shepherd's voice. Right. 
Yeah. Like in in the Old Testament with Abraham, you know, when God had promised him a son, and so Isaac came, and then one day um, in Genesis 22, it says, and after it came to pass, after these things, um, that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, behold, here I am. And he said, take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell of thee. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt wood offering, and rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. So Abraham was willing to obey God and sacrifice his son. And as we know the story, Abraham, um, the Lord had provided a sacrifice, and so Abraham did not really have to um, kill his son. And so the angel of the Lord called on to Abraham out of heaven a second time and said, By myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. Amen. That's counted righteousness Mm -hmm. for Abraham. And we always look at his faith and his obedience. But before he can do that, he had to listen. Mm -hmm. He had to hear, right? He had to hear. That's a good one. You have another one? Mm -mm. You have more scriptures. Oh, yeah, I do. Yes. Um, Let's see here. One of the scriptures I have here is in John ten seven, where it says, um, Jesus was teaching and he says, very verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. And then later on, as he's talking, you know, the Jews came around and he says, how long dost thou make us to doubt? If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. And Jesus answered them and I told you, but ye believe not the works that I do in my father's name. They bear witness of me, but ye believe not because ye are not of my sheep. And as I said unto you, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, that, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them unto me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. And there's another reason why some people just can't hear. Because they're not part of the sheepfold. Mm -hmm. They're not part of the sheepfold where Christ is their shepherd. Okay? Most of the time, it's by choice. It's out of rebellion. Mm -hmm. They can't hear it. They just, you know, and here here he is doing miracle after miracle. (coughs) The Old Testament, the prophets, Moses, all the scripture, the Psalms, all spoke of his coming. Mm-hmm. It was right there, and they couldn't see it. And then they keep asking him, "Are you the Messiah? Just tell us, are you the Messiah?" <clears throat> and um, he's like, "Why don't you believe me? You know, I'm doing all this stuff as a as a sign through the power of God. Why why won't you believe me? Mm-hmm. You just you just won't listen." 
Well, yeah, and if you don't believe my words, believe the works that I do, because the, his works pointed to the Old Testament, and the Old Testament points to Christ. Yeah, and you're talking religious leaders. Mm-hmm. You're talking the Pharisees and scribes of the day, and uh, they just didn't get it. So the other reason is they're not part of the sheepfold. That's right. So you, you know you realize that when you're talking to people, as frustrating as it is, and why people won't listen— you know, first of all, you're in a satanic world system. So you are not, you know, we wrote the book Demons in My Marriage Bed. We also wrote Blasphemy of Christianity and Eyes of Sea Unseen Enemies, right? Mm-hmm. You get it on Amazon. Get it on Amazon. Go to Amazon. Type those names up and you they're there. But not that I'd want to, but you're never going to see us sitting on the Oprah show talking about these books mm-hmm. because it's a, it's Satan's world. He's not going to give you that success unless you bow down to him. It's like Matthew 4, mm-hmm. right? When he took when Jesus was in the wilderness and Satan comes to tempt him and says, if, if you'll just bow down to me, I will give you all these kingdoms of the world. Yeah. How could he do that? Because they belong to Satan. This world system belongs to Satan and he mm-hmm. can give you the kingdoms. He can give you fame and he can give you the fortune. Here, it's all fake and it's all phony. And you're going to burn for eternity in torment, but he can give those to you if you'll bow down and worship to him. Mm-hmm. Um, every celebrity, every, you know, top notch musician, politician, anybody famous, anybody with a lot of money, success has done so, mm-hmm. you know, has done so. We know that it's a satanic world. So when people don't listen to your message or your podcast is not featured as a top podcast and people aren't talking about it and you're not and no one knows you and you only have a few subscribers on youtube and no one it's because it's a satanic system that's right you're not you're not going to go anywhere it's not no one wants to hear what you have to say about mm-hmm. that so your ministry is to the remnant you're going to be rewarded for that at the end of the day but not here right right so you know that's that's the one reason the other reason is is God God stops their their ears stopped up because they're in rebellion. They're mm-hmm. a rebellious people. Stiff you necked. Know? And the other one is is like what Christ says. Why don't you believe me? Why don't you see it? Why don't because it goes with the with the second one. You're not a sheep. Mm-hmm. You know he's not the shepherd of your life. You got other things that are shepherding you, and you can't hear it, right. or other people can't hear it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now this other one, um, where Jesus had just fed the multitude with bread, and so there were other ones that were just following him. And Jesus says, "You're following me not because you saw the miracles, but because you ate the loaves and were filled." But he says, "Labor not for the meat which perishes, but for the meat which endures unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. For him hath God." the father sealed. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, and this is the work of God that you believe on him whom he hath sent. And no man comes to the father except, I'm sorry, no man comes to me except the father, which hath sent me draw him. And I will raise him up on the last day as it is written in the prophets. And they shall be all taught of God. Every man, therefore that hath heard and hath learned of the father comes to me. And he says, it is the spirit that quickens the flesh profits nothing and the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not. 
For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who should betray him. And he said, Therefore said I unto you that no man comes unto me except it were given unto him of my father. And there you go. I mean, the plain and simple truth is, plain and simple truth is none of us came to Christ without the Holy Spirit drawing our hearts to Christ. And that's why we cannot boast. Yeah. Yeah, you can't boast. Uh, that's what's amazing. I can sit here and complain all day long if people don't listen or people don't, you know, listen to the songs I wrote that that are talking about Christ in the end times and about repentance or, or read our books and our testimony and the manual on how to deal with demons because your life will be so much better if you know how to deal with these things. You don't have to go through it. We already did, mm-hmm. right? But I can't get people, I can't force people to read it. I can't force people to get it. Right, mm-hmm. because if the if the spirit's not drawing them to that, there's nothing I can do about that, and that's just the plain simple facts of that. You know, it is the Holy Spirit that draws people, and I look back and I go, "Thank God that I can't brag about that," because I look back at my own miserable life before Christ, and I can honestly say, "Boy, I absolutely did nothing to deserve this," you know. I did absolutely nothing except have faith and, and finally submit and believe, right? Mm-hmm. I exercised my free will and that was it. That's where it ended, you know? So you can't brag. You can't say, uh, you know, this is how you do it. This is, you know, how you earn your way. This is how you, you know, you, it's, it's all, it's all Christ. It's all God. Um, and then that scripture too reminds me of, of Ecclesiastes mm. where it says, you know, there's a time to plant and a time to tear down, you know, to pluck up. There's a time to build and there's a time to, you know, remove the building mm-hmm. time to laugh. And there's a time to cry, you know, there's a plant time to uh, plant seed and there's a time to water, right? And time That's to, right. right. Trim the plants and times to uproot the plants. So, you know, you, we we have a tendency to go there. Well, it's all about evangelism, evangelism. You know, people got to know about Christ. Got blah blah blah. And it's amazing when you talk to people how they know, or they have a background where, oh yeah, I used to be a Baptist. I used to go to church. You know, I was raised in a Pentecostal church, or they know, right? But now they've rejected it. And so it's not. We're not always there to, you know, plant seed, plant seed, plant seed, water, 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 harvest, harvest. We're not always there. We're there to do whatever God wants us to do at that moment. Mm-hmm. And that could be planting the seed. It could be watering that seed, or it could be getting the harvest. But whatever you're doing, you have to be doing what God wants you to do. You just can't be sitting on your, your fat laurels doing nothing. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. You, 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 need, you need to be um, out and about doing God's business, however he directs you to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's not being part of the world. Yeah. I want to tell you about a project called Mesquite Cafe. Mesquite Cafe is a blues band, and their latest musical release is called Time's End. These songs are about dissatisfaction with the current world systems, hope in ultimate salvation, and warnings about apocalyptic destruction coming to the planet. Time's End by Mesquite Cafe can be found at digital music stores such as Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, 
Napster, iHeartRadio, and many others. Next, Mr. Now, John 8, 12 says that um, Jesus said that he is the light of the world. And he that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And he was telling everybody that um, he, that um, I am the one that bear witness of myself, and the Father that sent me beareth witness of me. And ye neither know me nor my Father. If ye had known me, ye would have known my Father also, because he and the Father are one. And then he says, If God were your Father, ye would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God, neither came I of myself, but he sent me. And why do ye not understand my speech, even because ye cannot hear my word? And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? He that is of God hears God's words, and ye therefore hear them not, because ye are not of God. And you know, in Second Corinthians 4, 3, it says, But if the gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them that believe not, mm. lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Wow. It really that goes a lot with with the uh, the shepherd, the sheep know his voice. Mm-hmm. And the sheep are of God. The people they're they're God's people. They hear it. But if you're not, or if they're not, there's nothing you can do about that. Mm-hmm. You just do what you you have to do. You pray, pray that their eyes will be open. Pray that you know God will use you in whatever way. But you can't you can't force them. You can't force it. You can't make them see. Mm-mm. And then uh, the scripture there you just read. Well, Paul said the God of this world has blinded them. So you go, why won't they listen? Why won't they just listen? Because you can see what's what's going down. Mm-hmm. We certainly can. We're looking around this world and we're looking at the, the physical climate changes that are coming, that are going down right now. And, and that we're in, we are entering into a grand solar minimum. I just read an article today on Lou Rockwell about the the demise of the the Greece Bronze Age where everybody focuses on the fall of Rome this article was talking about the demise of of, of Greece mm-hmm. you know in the Bronze Age and it was during the solar minimum and this article talks about every time there's a solar minimum empires <laughs> fall apart and people you know t- because it's so cold so people migrate south they migrate to warmer climates and stuff like that. There's food shortages. There's all kinds of problems. Now you're talking, you know, hundreds of years ago or a thousand years ago, or just just maybe recently, a couple of hundreds of years ago here, humans were able to survive. I mean, you know, our grandfathers were able to go out there and fish. Uh, they could skin a buck. They could they could kill an animal. They can they can eat. They knew how to pluck a chicken, cook it. Right. Mm-hmm. Today, if YouTube goes down for an for an hour, which it did a couple of days ago. People freak out, right? You know, if they're if 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 their Facebook is down, oh, they're they're they're, they're people today. It's a different generation. It's a, the digital age has made us and uh, me included. We can't survive. Mm-hmm. And even if you did have those skills to plant and grow your own food and kill your own chickens and stuff, everything is contaminated. Your water's contaminated. Your air's contaminated. Your seeds are contaminated. Your soil's contaminated. You know, we're not, you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. And I honestly believe, Ms. Kapow and I honestly believe, this is the last 
grand solar minimum you're gonna we're gonna enter in. It depends on how old you are listening to my voice, but this will be for the rest of your life anyway, because you're gonna die in it. Because it's we've we're already descended into it. Right. We're we're already there, folks, and it, we're just going down. That's why half of America is under snow right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't know that, really go out and start. You know, look up Grand Solar Minimum. I mean, it's a it's it's science. I'm not making this stuff up. It's it's the real deal. And I I believe it's the end of the age. Plus, that's just the physical aspects of climate change here on Earth. Never mind the demonic portals that have been open. Never mind that just the pure evil on this planet mm. that's accepted yeah. as normal now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the demise of the Christian church, the demise of uh, the respect for Christ or any of biblical values. Um, you know, it's it's over. Mm-hmm. So you can preach that all day long and you're just hoping people will get a clue and you can give them little clues and you can enter in a conversation. And, um, I, we're just finding a hard time. You know, people just don't bite. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Um, they don't, they don't go further with that. Yeah. Because I, I know that there, there have been people that I've met that expressed, um, a desire to know God more. You know, but when you talk to them, they they're just not they're they they don't respond or they don't reply, they don't they don't accept the word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's a whole thing. You know, because really it, it we'd say this all the time to people and it's still true. If somebody's down and out and they're like, I don't know where to go, you would just tell them, just call out to God. If you're not sure. You know, I don't even know if he exists or anything. Okay, I dig it. Just call out to him and say, if you're real, God, reveal yourself to me and mean it. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you 100% he'll reveal himself to you mm-hmm. and your life will change. Uh, but to get people to actually do that, to get to that point, well, that's a different thing. Yeah. yeah. And it was something that I had to do. I had to actually say that. If you're real, then reveal yourself to me. Yeah, because because I wasn't sure with all the weird demon stuff that was going on in my life, you know, um, the battle of my soul. I wasn't really sure, and I I had to make that challenge. Mm-hmm. And boy, he'll meet you. He will meet you. Um, and you that, have to repent. That's the whole yeah crux of everything. Because in Second Corinthians three fourteen, it says that you know people's minds were blinded because like there was a veil over their mind. For until this day remaineth the same veil untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And even when the Apostle Paul was confronted with Christ, and he said, you know, who are you? And Jesus says, I I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. Um, He says, but rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which thou hast seen and for those things in which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles on whom now I send thee. And this is uh, what I wanted to emphasize, 
to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to mm. light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Wow. And even in Ephesians 4.17, this um, says, This I say therefore and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. And we know from Scripture that it's the, the enemy, the devil, that blinds their minds. Yeah. You can't listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of the blindness. Uh, it, 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 it There comes a point, there's a demarcation line. There comes a point, and um, you know, you heard me tell the story before, where I argued with a Calvary Chapel pastor about my own demise. I it's my life. I'm I'm living it. I know. I know damn well. Had I not repented, I would have died and went to hell. I know that. No one could convince me otherwise, and I didn't need theology. I didn't need scholars to tell me that. I knew it in my spirit that I was in rebellion mm-hmm. and that there was a battle for my soul. And there was a point when I was driving home one day, it's all in our book, the stories in our book, Demons in Our Marriage Bed. But I was driving home um, and I was in a very, very bad, bad, dark place. And the thought came to me, if I just take my hands off the wheel and put my hands on the on the, the ceiling, I'll just fly off this this mountain that I was on. And I'll just die. I'll just end it. Um, and it was very strong to do that, I, to go out like that in a blaze of glory. And uh, But I knew, I, I knew that I would burn in eternity. I knew that. I knew that. And there was a point where I had to make a decision to let Christ be my shepherd. Mm-hmm. And to be ruler of my life. I had to make that choice where he was more important than anything else. Mm-hmm. It wasn't religion and it wasn't church and it wasn't works. It was the relationship it was more important than anything else. And you've heard me tell the story over and over again, but I was telling a pastor my testimony and I said, I knew, you know, we were just having a conversation. I was telling my story and I told him, I says, I knew that had I not repented, I would have died and went to hell. Mm -hmm. And he looked at me and he says, but you didn't. I says, but I knew if I would have died, I would have went to hell. Mm -hmm. But you didn't. He kept saying, but you didn't. Because he believed in his eternal security. And because I was saved when I was 15, even though I lived in rebellion and sin for 30 years afterwards, for 30 years afterwards, because I got into sexual sin early on. Satan, Satan came and duped me early on. And there I, there I went, right? Mm-hmm. I know that because God revealed all that to me. God revealed that whole timeline to me. He took me down and revealed everything that went wrong so that I would learn. Yeah. So it's, I know these things. I know, I know it's me. I know, but I had some guy telling me that I didn't know mm-hmm. because his theology, his false doctrine said, once you're saved, you're always saved. You're good to go. And that is a lie from the pit of hell. That's right. 
because you'll never repent if you think you're okay. If you don't need a savior and you don't need a shepherd, you will never be his lamb. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. So you're absolutely right. Repentance is of utmost importance. Mm -hmm. You have to listen. You have to repent, which means turn from your ways and turn to God. Simple as that. So the four things that we um, we went over about why people don't listen to God or can't hear God is one, because they are not his sheep. The second one is because it's the spirit that draws, the Holy Spirit draws um, people to God. And the third one is that they're not of God. And the fourth one is that their mind has been blinded by the God of this world. And Revelation 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. And to him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also for overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. So he's standing at the door knocking. And my, you know, my vision of that is that he's banging on it. Mm. He's banging on that door and he's yelling and screaming, hey, let me in because I can change everything that's going on with you. And I don't want you to die. I don't want you to burn in hell. It wasn't prepared for you. It was prepared for that God that's blinded you. Mm-hmm. But you see what that, that person on the other side of the door has to do? They have to open the door. Mm-hmm. They, they have to open the door. They don't, they don't do anything to deserve salvation. They didn't earn it. They don't do it by works or Christian service. But they have to open the door. They have to exercise that free will to say, I'm going to open the door and let him in. To do what? To come in and dine with him. Mm-hmm. And, and you know to have a communion, have a relationship. And then he says, when you overcome... You're going to sit sit on with me on the throne mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. overcome. See, we have to listen. Other people should listen. But if you're listening to the sound of our voice, you probably already listened to Christ, right? I, I have to assume that because a show like this, I really don't think there's a whole lot of non, non-biblical Christians listening to this show. So having that in mind, for us, the remnant, we've got to keep on listening. We've got to stay sharp, okay? You know, listen to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> listen to me. Keep your ears, keep your spiritual ears clean. Mm-hmm. Get, keep, keep the satanic wax out of them, okay? Get that peanut butter out. Stay sharp in your hearing and listen for the voice of the Holy Spirit in you, right? Develop your discernment so that Satan doesn't come and put a stupid voice in there to try to mimic. Mm -hmm. Satan will always lead you away from God and from Scripture. He'll never lead you into truth because he's a liar. That's how you'll know. The Holy Spirit will always lead you to Christ. That's right. That's right. Your life will always point to Christ. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you're hearing a voice going, I'm going to make you great, build a nine foot Jesus in your backyard and adorn it with gold. That's not pointing to Christ. That's pointing to you and a bunch of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Right. 
That's right. If you don't know the difference, email me. I'll, I'll let you know. Huh. I'll explain it to you. You know, just show me your vision. Tell me your vision. I'll explain it to you. I, I have, have no problem. I have three scriptures to end with. Okay, good. Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. And Micah 6, 8 says, He that showeth thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. In Jeremiah 9, 23, Thus saith the Lord, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches, but let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me, that I am the Lord which exercise love and kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. And that was Ecclesiastes 12, 13, mm. Micah 6, 8, and Jeremiah nine twenty three. So if you want to look that up. Beautiful. And with that, let's say goodnight. Ciao, babies.